power you have, how much right you have to talk and so on and so forth. I personally feel that that's not very fair. Now, I do want to make it really clear that, of course, the older you get, you have more experience, um, you've made a lot more mistakes before, and you know how to solve them. For example, you overcame them, you have the courage, you have the power. I understand that. I understand that, but at the same time, that being like the almost the only way, the only standard to decide who is in power, who is in charge to make decisions, I personally think, think is not fair. And we can see as a fact as a fact that this has a lot of problems because, you know, the younger generations aren't training in traditional culture anymore. Why is that? Because a lot of the elderly and the people who are old have a lot of power in doing it, and there really is no space for younger generations to say their opinions, be have a little bit more freedom to do stuff. And even just watching from the outside, you can obviously understand that it's really just a world for old people. And then the newer generations won't come in. And then if there's less newer generations, there'll be less money for, you know, the organizations, and then people can't continue anymore, and there's um, less hope for it to continue down. So basically, it's a suicidal act you know, for the organizations of each traditional culture. Now, I'm not saying that you should just let a 20-year-old who have only been training for two or three years become the leader of a Gyuha. No, I'm not saying that. But I think it should be a little bit more fair, you know. I really believe that even if, even once I get old, I'll probably be saying the same thing. But, you know, I just personally feel that it's kind of crazy. Yeah, it's definitely not very uh, a very logical way of doing it. Yeah, so I think that's the thing that I don't like about uh, traditional culture so much. Mm. I really feel that there is a lot of talented people, even in the younger generations too, and I really feel that there should be a fairer way, you know, a fairer way to judge their skills and how much power they have over, for example, teaching the next generation. Like if that person has skills and if that person is capable and is good at, for example, teaching people, if there's a really young teacher, I think that'd be a really great opportunity for younger people to come in but if even if you're in your 40s 40s guys even if you're in your 40s in japan you're called a young person yeah it's it's that crazy you know and you're not like oh you're 40 years old and you already have your own class wow that's like so arrogant you know and and like like okay age is something that you should definitely consider you know, but isn't that up to how much skills that ha they have or how much, um, you know, passion that person has towards wanting to, you know, dedicate his, his or her own life to it, you know? People who go to training like once only two weeks, who have been training very long, can, you know, sit in the front row seats, uh, and, you know, as and treated as a very important person. But people who are training like 24-7, you know, and have people who are saying that they want to study under them don't have any right to do that. So I personally think that is super, super crazy. Now, moving on to the part that I do like. Now, all these things that I've been talking about in the first half of this podcast is a system that the people today have created because there are just so many old people in Japan. You know, it's a system is corrupt. It's not the traditional culture. It's not the teachings. It's not the essence, you know, of the culture that has been corrupt or destroyed. No, I personally feel that those are still there. Yeah, the only problem is the people running them. You know, that, that's, the, that's the bigger problem. So what I love about traditional culture, Japanese traditional culture, is the teachings of Zen. I talked about this many, many times before, but I really love how every traditional culture in Japan includes the teachings, the beautiful teachings of Zen. And what is Zen then, right? What I really like about it is the, the beliefs or the ideals of subtraction. 
subtractions of letting go, you know, of letting go of having less is better, you know. This is the thing that I really, really love the most. Like in tea ceremony too, although we do have a lot of tools, we of course try our best to use the, you know, do the least amount of movements, have the least amount of tools, you know, do it in the smallest room possible, so on and so forth, and not have everything shiny, for example. In like Buddha martial arts too, we try to seek the least amount of movement, the smallest amount of movements, the most efficient way of doing it, so on and so forth. So. I really feel that um, this belief of Zen, you know, saying that subtracting is more important than adding. You know, when you feel, when you train Zen, for example, you're sitting down trying to meditate, try to reach a state of nothingness, you might think that, oh, I need to do more training. I need to add more to myself. I need more experience. I need more blah, blah, blah. No, no, no. It's actually the other way around. When you want to reach a state of nothingness, it's not about adding something to you. It's actually about letting go and getting rid of the stuff that you already have. You know, I think that's so interesting because this includes so many people. Now, if it was adding something to reach something, you know, to reach to get to a goal, it just leaves out a lot of people. Like, for example, you have some kind of physical disability or mental disability or, you know, your age or so on and so forth. If you had to add more, there are things that people can't do due to the age if you're too old, you know, for example, so on and so forth. But when you are told, that letting go, having less is better, you know, by something. I personally think that this can bring in a lot more people, give them purposes, something fun to do in their lives, you know, as they build up a stronger body, a stronger mind, and just enjoy life with other people. The community that traditional culture creates, you know, it's just really close to manga and anime, you know. Even if you just met for the first time, if you, you know, love the same manga, like for me, I love Gintama, I can become best friends with that person, you know, immediately. It's really close to that. The moment you know that the person, for example, trains in Yaido or trains karate or does tea ceremony, the moment you do that, all borders are gone. All borders are gone and we are going to have as many people as, as possible. But again, what is stopping from more and more people coming into traditional culture, it is again the first half as they explain the seniority system and the the whole system itself is broken right now and is corrupt. You know, like for example, like me, I personally feel that I will eventually have more power to spread traditional culture to the world. But the people in Japan right now, in the world of traditional culture, do they like me? No, they hate me <laughs> because I have this 28 year old person who sounds like I know everything about traditional culture and going around to the world and spreading it. You know, there's a lot of people who think that I'm just spreading lies to the world. Yeah, but I'm serious. There's people who believe in that. So. Yeah, it's going to take a long time for me to try and try to gradually change this. But by the time I actually reach an old age, as these people say, I'm willing to change this world. Absolutely. Yeah, because it's crazy. What is your goal? Do you just want, you know, younger people praising you as a important person because you're 60 or 70 now? Yeah, no, that is just so shameful, I personally would say. No, you are respected and people admire you for your dedication and for your skills and your experience, you know, and your love towards the traditional culture that you're doing, not the age. Why do you force younger people to respect you just because you're old? You know, that's not fair. That's not going to help to preserve the culture. Traditional culture in Japan has not been lasting in Japan for 400 to 600 years. You know, all these kind of stuff have not been lasting this long just to 
make you feel better in your life. No, it's not for that. It's to make as many people happy as possible. That's what I, at least what I believe. Yeah. So I'm going to be changing this world, changing the world of traditional culture. And that's one of the goals of my life. So, okay. So as a wrap up, um, that's the two things I want to talk about today. The bad things about traditional culture and the good things about it. Yes. I hope it was interesting to hear. And once again, Josh, thank you so much for coming to experience and your question was amazing. So then everyone, as I always say, the ultimate goal of my life is to make all Japan lovers dreams come true. So I know there's a lot of people studying Japanese, willing to come to Japan to study, travel, or work, or even train our traditional culture and such. However, I am very afraid that Japan will not be able to make everyone's dreams come true in the future because we're facing a lot of social problems, we're losing our traditional culture, and the younger generations who are supposed to be carrying on the good things about Japan are dying because of all the social issues being shoved against them. So I really want to dedicate my life trying to make Japan a better place. I want to try to solve the social problems, preserve and evolve traditional culture, and also help out the younger generations so they can have a brighter future. And to do this, the nearest goal I have right now is to achieve 100,000 subscribers on my new YouTube channel, Let's Ask Sex Sensei. I will guarantee you this is the best Budo martial art related YouTube channel to study more about samurai, katana, and Budo. So please, I hope you can check it out through the description box and subscribe to support me on this journey to achieve this goal. And also, of course, I have the Samurai Experience where you can meet me in Kyoto if you have an opportunity to come to Japan. Please do check that out too. And also my Kofi page and my merchandise page as well, all in the description box, guys. All right, guys, thank you so much. And let's today, let's today, let's together, let's today, let's together enjoy 2023 as well. I am going to be really, really excited for all the things I'm going to be doing. And please continue to support me because I will absolutely guarantee you, promise you, that will keep you excited with all the things I'm going to be challenging. All right, guys, thank you so much and happy New Year's.